You are now listening to the Author Circle Podcast with Robin Robbins, author, certified life and book coach, and speaker. Tune in every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Are you always running late, feeling overwhelmed and anxious because you've waited until the last minute once again to finish a project? Are you piling on more projects when you haven't finished project number one? Sounds like you have the classic traits of a procrastinator. Procrastination is a dream killer. In the ebook, Everything They Won't Tell You About Procrastination, Arthur Shar Halliburton gets personal and explains how procrastination delayed her from pursuing goals and dreams. Get the nine steps to slay the curse of procrastination. Go to bit.ly slash kick procrastination now and start your journey to recovery. Hello, hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us again here at the Author's Circle Podcast. This Friday evening, we have an amazing guest, and this is going to be different, so I'm super excited to talk about what we will be talking about this evening. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right in. Latricia Taylor is an author, entrepreneur, and business coach to aspiring authors and aspiring business owners. Her goal is to help women reach their full potential and bring in their dream of being an author or business owner to a reality, all while in the process of sharing her story and experiences to help someone else that's grieving with the loss of their child. You all welcome Latricia Taylor to the Author Circle Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. We are so excited and happy to have you. So, Latricia, let's just start by you kind of bringing us in um, behind the scenes as it pertains to what prompted you um, to write your book. Um, And could you start by telling us the title of your book? Yes. The title of my book is A Mother's Love, A Mother's Pain. And the book was prompted uh, based off the fact that my daughter was killed in a DUI, DWI crash in 2014. And after that accident, um, people were telling me the best way, of course, suggestions how to grieve. And one good friend brought me a journal and told me just journal all my thoughts, whatever I want to say to her in letter form, letter form or however I wanted to jot down things that was on my mind or on my heart about her. So I did that for about six months. And then it just went from me just writing them down, uh, typing them on my computer, and then one day someone said, you should put that into a book format. It would be helpful for other people that are grieving the way you're grieving but are trying to overcome it. So I put a lot of thought into it, and then I just decided to see, can I do this? And I started 
taken my thoughts that I've written down in a journal, what I typed up on my computer and what was in my heart and started typing it into a book format and birth came this book that I have now. Wow, wow, wow. So um, so tell us, you know, let's get a little bit more into this. Uh, could you tell us the heartbeat um, and the message of the book? Like what is the book meant to do? The book is meant to inspire people that have lost their child due to an um, unexpected tragic accident, and you're not really sure. And it's really about the women that have um, uh, out there that are business women. They're they're tough. They they have the strength of the, the strength of their families, and they usually they're running businesses. They're working in corporate America, and then boom, this drops in their lap, and they really don't know what to do with it what's the next turn, and they want to figure out a way to um, process their, their grief. And the book actually talks about, it starts off just talking about, I have two other children, so it just talks about the bond that all our mothers, all mothers can share. We have similar experience of from the time you're pregnant with your child and how you bond from the womb and, and even after you give birth and all the things you go through with carrying a child and then to hear about your child is now taken away from you and then how you experience that, the mental, the emotional um, things that you deal with and obstacles that's thrown in your way, and it shares my personal journey or how I tackled those things, how I went through it from being put on medication to not liking that, to decide I didn't want to do medication, and the whole fight that I had just trying to get through this grief and keep my right mind at the same time. Wow, wow, wow. That is powerful. Wow. So first of all, before I even get into another question, I just want to commend you for what you're doing. Um taking a stance and, you know, empowering others to get through the loss of, of their, you know, children. You know, that's, I couldn't imagine, you know, how that, that, that even felt. I couldn't, I can't even fathom that. So the fact that you're out here, you, you didn't just write a book about it, but you're out here you know, doing the work to empower others. Um, what has that journey been like? I know you do have a nonprofit. Um, what has that journey been like, and what, what, what does your nonprofit do specifically to empower others that are, you know, trying to get through this type of loss? My nonprofit is actually based off, it was something that I decided I didn't want you to Google my daughter's name and only the accident come up. So I wanted to do something to turn that tragic in my life into something positive, but something positive for someone, someone else. She was always an outgoing person, smiling. So I wanted to somehow take that what her spirit was and be able to share it with everyone else to remember her because she also had left a daughter. So I wanted her to have something that she can remember her mother by in a positive way. So my nonprofit is called the Chastity Taylor Foundation, and what we primarily do, we work within our community for youth and their family. So we actually have two scholarship programs currently in place. One of them is for high school graduates, and one is for a cheerleader. 
um, with a local football association. My daughter was a cheerleader since a little girl all up through high school, so we thought that was just fitting to find an organization to partner with to have a scholarship for them. And two of the things that they – well, one of the things they have to do in each scholarship to qualify is to write an essay regarding um, drunk driving, and that is – to us allows those children to do the research, learn about, and educate themselves on drunk driving in case they are in situations that they don't really know how to deal with. So we have those um, essays that they have to write, and when we go out to present it to the kids, we also speak to them about the importance of not getting in the cars with people um, that are drinking and driving uh, and not to actually do it themselves when they become of age because we all know that sometimes people do, the kids do not wait till they're 21 years old. And then in addition, we have an annual back-to-school drive. And our back-to-school drive that we try to make a little different than other uh, back-to-school drives, we do not only give away backpacks filled with school supplies. We try to find the resources that parents and these families really need. And we try to deal with the kids that are underserved. So we provide, um, we get donations for back-to-school clothes, hygiene products, we try to um, have food um, pantry bags so that we can give unperishable food to these families so that they can maybe make a good meal for their kids for the first week of school. So we just try to give the family as a whole things they need to help their kids be successful at least in the first week of school, if not longer, with the things that we provide with them. And then we always end the year with an annual back to um, an annual fundraiser dinner. And what that is is that her anniversary date is on November 2nd, so we pick the first week in November. And we use that instead of having a, a negative um, experience or mourning for her on that day, we use the dinner to celebrate her as her life and then raise money to help us continue our goals for the next year. So that's what we do at the, at the foundation. Wow, that is phenomenal, so phenomenal. Now, I want you in this moment to just, you know, you've been speaking a lot of, about basically, you know, uh, coping with grief um, in a way that allows one to take their, their power back, you know, show up, but still at the same time not forget, you know, the lives of their children. So if you could just take a moment and just speak, you know, from your heart to the person that may have lost um, a child, what, what would be two gems or two um, or a word of wisdom or a word of encouragement that you would give to the parent listening that does know the sting and the grief of losing um, their, their, their child? I think I would tell them, stay focused. No matter how much that pain hurts, just put one foot in front of the other, get out of bed, and remember your child wants to be proud of you. They are proud of you. They're looking down at you. They're watching over you and the family, and they want to see you smiling. They want to see you having a good quality of life, and you can still remember them even though you're smiling, even though you're laughing. You can have your moments to cry in private, in public, speak their name. Don't never let anyone make you feel that you cannot talk about them. If that's what you want to do, 
If people don't want to hear it, then that's not the people you want to be around. Just stay strong and do things that you know that's going to always keep their memory and keep them close to you, no matter what that is. If that means to write that book and, and tell your feelings on that or what's going on, or if it means to start that business, just do exactly that, but make them proud that they can look down and say, despite my mom or my dad or whoever is hurting, they are still moving strong and they're still remembering me and they're still keeping my name alive. Aha. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, could you go ahead and tell everyone where they can connect with you at? Where can they find you? Where can they um, purchase this amazing book that you have authored? On Facebook, you can find me at Latricia N. Taylor. On Instagram, I'm under Latricia N. Taylor as well. And you can find me on my website where my book is listed at www.latriciataylor.com, or you also can go to Amazon and find my book listed as well. It's A Mother's Love, A Mother's Pain. Yes, yes, yes. Phenomenal. You guys, don't worry if you haven't caught that, if you're trying to write it down. You already know we have these links readily accessible to you in the show's transcript. So no worries if you weren't able to lock that information in. Again, it will be uh, readily accessible to you in the show's transcript. And before we let you go, Latricia, would you please be so kind to give a gem to the person that is aspiring to write their book. Um, I will tell you, if you're aspiring to write your book, uh, sit down, get your plan in place, develop your foundation, get get a coach. If you're not really sure what direction, get with a coach and help them or someone else that has already written a book and ask them to help you along the lines of your journey of writing the book. You can do it. You just need someone to help you, guide you, and encourage you. Aha! Yes, 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 yes. This has been another amazing episode. You guys, this one is going to be one that empowers and encourages others for, for time to come. Um, you guys, make sure you please reach out and connect with Latricia. You won't regret it. She's doing amazing things in her community, and she's doing amazing things in business to empower others that are aspiring to be in business and aspire to um, embark upon the journey of authorship. This has been another great episode of the Author's Circle Podcast. Catch you guys next time, but until then, enjoy your weekend. Are you an aspiring entrepreneur struggling with your startup business due to lack, lack of resources, lack of support, lack of money, lack of knowledge, lack of confidence? If so, Tanise Chavers' debut, Pray for Rain, a guide to building your business with little to no money, is for you. Get your copy today and follow her as she talks about opening her salon, Sheer Bliss Hair Lounge and Spa, and teaches how you too can overcome these barriers to still win. But as she tells you, get your armor ready. You don't win without war. Thanks for listening to the Author's Circle podcast. Insight, interviews, tips, and tools for readers and the aspiring author in you.